0: Hello and welcome again to another episode of Two Guys Discussing Software. Two, two Irish guys, the most... Every week <laughs> I know Every that, podcast It has to be done So we're here I'm joined as you can hear By his dulcet tones By my good friend And director of Business Development And Global Sales Brendan Walsh So thank you for joining me again I think we're Doing this together For a number of months now Which we're having fun
1: yeah, happy to be here as ever
0: Yeah So later on We're going to be joined By two very intriguing individuals uh, Sean Sharkey And Ian Blake From Square Dot We are going to Ask them about Their creative genius. Around the Don't Be That Guy campaign. I'm sure you've you've seen the Don't Be That Guy campaign, haven't you?
1: I am hashtagging Don't Be That Guy Excellent at least Once a day. Excellent. Fantastic. So
0: we are here because it's a silly, it's a like kind of collection of videos. There's been one or two launched. It's kind of a bit of a comical and metaphorical approach to somebody buy IBM software maintenance, I think, isn't it? It's what we yeah. see in the marketplace. And a kind of a if it ain't broke, why fix it kind of attitude? But I think it ties kind of into the kind of IBM's kind of. A lengthy and costly software support yeah. contract. And I'm
1: definitely getting some reach. I was out in Zurich last week, and I was presenting to a Zurich Sam Circle. And I presented, I some case studies, some takeouts on HCL acquisition, the Red acquisition. During the presentation a guy that I never met before says from the audience don't be that guy so whatever you've done it's working wow. excellent wow. excellent it's great, well, it's great so to it see means it. people it resonates it yeah. translates which is great yeah that was a, was a Swiss audience you know mainly German speakers yeah so. wow yeah. so it's getting out there it's getting yeah. out there yeah. I wonder what it's doing
0: to IBM's results though I'm looking at their results and they have Q1 results came out last week three I, in a row I know, I know you're going to tell me three in a row <laughs> three in a row Revenues down five percent. Their global business numbers, the global services number is flat. Their systems revenue is down eleven percent, but cloud is down two percent.
1: Can you believe that? These guys are cloud company, and their revenues are down two percent. I don't know what's going on. It's, it's surprising considering you know they've just made a very significant hybrid cloud acquisition. Red Hat. Red Hat. Thirty. Will they? Will it save 50. them? Well, clearly the market doesn't think so. If, uh, uh, you know, is it a step too far is what people are saying in the market. But if the revenues are down or uh, their margins are down, profits are down. and Will there be a culture clash?
0: How can two organizations that are quite different work together? That's a big ask.
1: Yeah, very different mindsets. So, yeah, I think it could be challenging that they've had challenges like that in the past. Uh, after acquiring Cognos, it was several thousand, you know, layoffs. You know, you wonder, are the Red Hat guys thinking the same? Uh, will they change the culture? The customers are thinking the same as well. And what would the impact be to them? as customers how long would it take for the IBM form of licensing and doing business how long would it take for that to impact them yeah. uh, so it's not just the employees how will it affect the customers and are they thinking about the customer yeah. and have you heard about the latest And from
0: in February in San Francisco Ginny Romity Watson is everywhere apparently mm. Watson is everywhere well we see it A lot of customers, very small amounts, that have been shoved in at the bottom of a contract or the bottom of an SO agreement with their IBM customers.
1: Um, So yeah, it probably is everywhere. I just doubt it's being used very much. Well, they've just sold off some of the Watson yeah. suite, the, the the commerce and marketing suite. Yeah, uh, Central Point. I, I can't remember the name of the company now. The, the private equity company that bought the remaining commerce assets were, were packaged under the brand name Watson. So they've been it's everywhere, but they're actually it's everywhere, but they're selling it. Yeah. to other to other companies. It's, I wonder will Watson though be a bit like the Oracle Oracle
0: Cloud? You know, you look at Oracle's numbers and their revenue is also down one percent. Not quite as bad as IBM's five percent. Their cloud is up is up one percent. I just don't see them. They just they doesn't seem to be able, these big juggernauts. Just don't seem to be able to grow. Look at SAP's numbers. Revenue down six and a half percent. Okay, or up sorry they're up six and a half percent. So that's modest, I guess. Their cloud not too bad actually seventeen percent growth. But compared to the market, compared to the market forty two percent plus growth in the market. You got Microsoft with forty eight percent growth. You've got AWS with growth. Google is even bigger than that. But I mean, so you're looking at huge growth in the market, yet these guys are either declining or they're just unable. And this is with the reclassification that goes on. So it's crazy what's going on out there. And what I saw actually in the news just this morning, the US defense have a massive $10 billion cloud contract. And guess who's not on in the tender, being booted out early in the process? Both IBM and Oracle out of the picture
1: yeah just shows just shows well that's interesting because you know looking at some of the you know the recent acquisitions so you know like look at acquisitions and acquisition values who are the the guys who are making the most the the recent acquisitions Amazon Mm. uh Israeli an Israeli company, CloudEndure, for $200 million. Uh, I think it was March, uh, migration, DR, and backup solutions for cloud migration. And Google acquired Aluma, just happens to be an Israeli company, also a cloud migration specialist, particularly for migrating into Google Cloud and their, what they call their Cloud Spanner SQL database. So... It's Google doing the acquisitions. It's Amazon. And there is a Microsoft one. I can't remember exactly who they acquired. But those three companies are making acquisitions, Mm. significant ones. And then there was a really big one. um, You you know these companies better than I do. F5, which is a multi-cloud play, acquired uh, Nginx for $650. Million dollars, so Mm. that's actually bigger than the acquisitions of Google and Amazon. So, so they're they're the you know it is a big trend, multi cloud, hybrid cloud is a big trend. Yeah, but the players who are winning the market are also making the biggest acquisitions. Yes, so it doesn't beat the thirty three billion though. Still doesn't beat the thirty three billion. No, it's it's uh, the thirty three billion is still number two, I think, of all time in terms of uh, technology acquisitions. Yeah. Uh, Dell buying EFC for sixty seven billion. is yeah. only bigger than it. So you
0: know. Good. Um, I did want to talk a little bit just before we introduce our guests. You know, it's a topic we've been talking about a couple of times, this eight billion. You know, thirty three billion, the eight billion, the eight billion claim, Oracle are claiming against Google for the use of their kind of Java code and Android. Did you hear the latest? I did. Oh, <laughs> it's
1: fake. I don't believe it. It's, ah, it's true.
0: No, it's true. It they, oh, right. That's true. It's true. They are the Scotus, the Supreme Court of the United States, is has referred it up to Donald Trump administration. So they're going to ask them its views on whether it should hear Google's bid to end Article Corp's copyright infringement claim. So that should be interesting. And they got a few partners in crime. Google have. Microsoft, Mozilla, and the thirty-three billion guy, Red Hat—they're all in Google's in Google's court in this particular area. Right. Yeah? Okay. So um, yeah, so it's it's uh, interesting
1: to yeah. see how that pans out. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I don't know who, who who Trump is particularly friends with, the you know, the Google CEO or. Uh uh, or the uh, Oracle CEO but whoever I don't know if I play golf you know Dennis, he's friends uh, with mar largo I don't know but, he's friends uh,
0: with all the CEOs I'd trust say, me I'd <laughs> say he'd,
1: he'll side with you know with, the, uh, with Oracle on this one that's my bet that he'll go with the the IP huh? the one who's claiming IP ownership as opposed to fair use so Google is claiming fair use and Oracle is saying that it isn't fair use I'd say he'll go with Oracle if they go with anything so Larry Another Ellison, person. Larry Ellison,
0: you know, I saw Larry Ellison recently on TV. It's an old one. It's just for Christmas. He was on Fox Business and it reminded me he was great in ways and a bit cringy in other ways of MMA, you know, Conor McGregor or even like more actually more akin to WWE or WWF Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant. He was just hilarious, bombastic. He wanted yeah. to take on SAP and AWS, and he thought he was like everybody's using everybody's using Oracle databases. Oh, then Trump is <laughs> dead. Oh, I love, I love it! I love it! I love it! Well, speaking of MMA. And WWE and the creativity around that. We have two gentlemen here with us. So I'd like to introduce from Square Dot. They are the creative geniuses behind the "Don't Be That Guy" campaign. I'm delighted to have you here. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank, Thank you very much. Um, well, this is your first time on our show? I believe it is. Yeah, very exciting. Thank you very much, Sean. So, so tell me, guys. You know, tell me a little bit about what's you know the "Don't Be That Guy" campaign. We love it because <laughs> we're we, and we would love it. We're original. Um, we get some great feedback even from Zurich about the campaign. You know. Can you, you know, Sean, you were, you were on the creative side. Tell us a little bit about how you came up with the idea in the first place.
2: I will do. Yeah. Um, I, I very quickly tried to summarize how this kind of pieced together. Um, it, I suppose the starting point was the understanding that we wanted to appeal to a, a wider audience because there was a bigger story to tell here. Um, we felt there was a David versus Goliath, you know, a little guy taking on the big corporate so it just general, broader business appeal, and we wanted to widen the audience from just the software asset manager community. Um, and to do that, we understood that we'd need to use an analogy to simplify the story, make it into a universal setting where everybody would get it without any hard thinking.
1: You're not that guy, right? But what if the bike was an IBM application and the punctures were software support and the 500 ran into millions?
2: So that was the kind of first piece of the puzzle, if you like. The second piece was um, kind of gaining a deeper understanding of our target audience here and, and the, uh, our typical self of managers who are very conscientious, diligent, hardworking people. who don't want the ship to go down under their watch. And we wanted to tap into that kind of fear of failure, if you like, and um, through highlighting uncomfortable gaps. In their due diligence.
1: Get lower cost, better quality and more responsive IBM software support with Origina. Seriously, don't be that guy.
2: Hence the slightly accusational tagline, don't be that guy. Um, the next piece of the puzzle, if you like, was, and, and it kind of defined the tone of this campaign because it's a slightly unusual tone to go for. Um, but it all came really from just the astonishing list of USPs that you guys have as a business, which I, I wrote down on a piece of paper. We're talking like 60% average savings. So for large organizations, that runs into millions. The quicker speed of support, um, astonishing kind of speed. And we can cite, for example, the Henderson case study from phone call to fix to get their uh, their warehouse operations back up to optimal levels was Literally just 15 minutes. Astonishing speed. Better quality of support, um, um, you know, for, for any number of reasons. Um, for example, your single point of contact, when you have, uh, when anybody rings up, it's the same person they deal with, the subject matter expert. You call IBM and you're likely to get a different person every time, explain the same story over and over again. And um, what'll happen when Red Hat? And they call red Hat the I, future. I, I, well, that's a very good question. It'll be the same thing. Won't it'll it? probably be same. Eventually, I, it'll be
1: the same. Yeah. It, always yeah. is. it always is the same thing. You know? Eventually, they'll wreck it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: I <laughs> mean, we, we're, we're giving you numbers there earlier. We're talking about what's happening in the industry. It's, it's. Isn't it mad to think they're in this? They're operating in these industries. They just can't. They can't grow. I mean, what
2: you're, mm. what you're painting is probably the other reasons they can't grow, you know. Um, there seems to be, and from an outsider's point of view, it seems to appear that they have a changing focus and they're going all in on the cloud, on big data, and which raises serious questions uh, with regards to their software support. Are they, I, I believe, they also sold off uh, Division uh, HCL to India, isn't that right? Um, they did. They, they sold year, a don't. number
0: of their core software assets to India to and, HCL, and exactly yeah.
2: and is that to support their acquisition strategy um, and as a result what were the implications for the ongoing legacy software support yeah um, these are all the kind of USBs that I kind of wrote out on a piece, yeah. of and of piece of paper on both sides of the piece of paper they were so astonishing so strong like your, your what you offer is, is kind of jaw dropping really when you compare the two and I realised as I read them back out to myself I literally started laughing because the case was so strong, and I understood that the tone of the campaign it would have to be a farce. Mm. It would take a farce simply just to tell the truth, yeah. and that's how this campaign kind of came together. The last piece of the puzzle of the kind of eureka moment of understanding that of, of getting that kind of bolt of lightning. oh, the bike shop—that's yeah. the universal. That—that's what everybody can get. Yeah. What if the bike was an IBM application and the punctures a software support? Brilliant. And that's where it kind of I grabbed pen paper. Script Brilliant script.
0: And when you had to bring this concept to life, then yeah, mm-hmm. tell us what. What? How do you go from having that concept to it Just it's obviously we're the, we're in the software industry. This is yeah. what we do. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, we yeah. understand yeah. our industry. But mm. for you guys, for us to create something, obviously involves coding. Yeah, it involves yeah. you know yeah. to bring that to life. What what what's involved? What do you do?
3: Well, first of all, we need we need to sell it to you guys, I suppose. So the first step is to get your approval that you want us to go ahead and and, and do that. So. We there was a, there was a bit of work in presenting this creative concept to yourselves initially. It's a bit like I suppose what we had to show was was the thinking, what campaigns like this look like, what a creative campaign looks like in in B two B tech world. The insights that Sean has just you know insights and USBs that Sean has just explained the strategy overall strategy the campaign the campaign itself. We we set about putting putting the campaign together, and Sean was probably closer to that than I was. It is,
2: yeah. And just bringing, it's really important here that we mention um the fantastic um support we got from Gaslight Productions, Mick and Dave and Gaslight. Our expertise finishes at, you know, when we get our plans, you know, our planning, our strategy, our, our concept, our scripts settled into you. Yeah. at that point we need to bring in experts, make this production
1: look as good as it did. It reminds me of sort of like Mad, I used to watch Mad Men, you know, yeah. a series mm-hmm. with Joan Howe. And you know they'd have the creative team, yes, you know coming up with the ideas, yes, thinking, lying on their couches, drinking whiskey. I wish it was like that, <laughs> um, <sure>. old fashioned, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then yeah, giving it to John character, yes, John Hamm. and then he'd present it to the buyer, you yes. Know? Mm. And, and from what you've described, thinking you know Mad Men, it's you know Madison Avenue, is is, it, is that? A very old world view of how this stuff comes together or is it or is it just a modern day the, the, the principle know. is the exact same,
2: you know, um but yeah probably less smoking and less uh, whiskey um, <laughs> <laughs> well or not, not or, over, or, or in my case maybe more or I less, don't know I sure less nights <laughs> out <laughs> to sell the pitch but um, it, it, we really should mention though also the director, director um, Sean Clancy was fantastic yeah. um, uh, as soon as he did his treatment and brought the storyboard together I knew we had the right crew involved yeah. and it was through Sean who also got uh, did the casting for the session and, and the wonderful cast we had with Brian Quinn and Seamus O'Rourke, who brought the script to life, and we could see on the day this is working. These guys are just they're playing off each other. It's 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 fantastic. So that's good. Kind of and what time. was your favorite part of the you know, of the whole thing?
3: Your your reaction to it really. That uh, was, yeah, that was uh, when when we got the fe- you know it, was, it all came together and sent it to you, and then the fe- the feedback and the launch night was was really that. You know, to see the excitement amongst the original employees—that's what really kind of um, makes it worth getting. You know, worth running a business like this, even without the whiskey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> um, you were
0: happy
2: with the overall outcome of what I, we produced? I was very, very happy. I was delighted. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's. It, it wasn't really uh, far from my own imagination when when I first wrote down the scripts and, and you know reading through it. I actually pictured it even like Seamus and Brian the characters for some yeah. bizarre reason were, were, were very tight on what I was kind of picturing yeah. and um, so yeah no we're, we're really delighted I know you've just uh, currently you've just I think launched the main video we have a series of five shorts coming up and um, to be honest which I think my, my favourite parts are, are the shorts that are still to go yeah. um, which each highlight a different USB and in a very short succinct and kind of witty way yeah. they play on all of these USBs and and so my, my favourite part is to go brilliant,
0: brilliant. and finally just what your view of, you know, as outsiders of the industry you've mm. started working with us for a number of years mm. you're now in the industry I guess you can say mm. do you have a view,
2: different view today than you had when you first started working with us I personally do I um, it's been an eye opener and it's like i i I get back i keep going back to the usbs because you know i i in in all my years in advertising and marketing i've never come across i've never had a client that had such a strong set of usbs that make you truly unique in the market as a as a creative in in advertising um you can't you couldn't wish for better tools to work with than having a client that is so seriously going places so unique. It's I'm not saying it makes the job easy, but it makes it easier and it's a joy to work for you.
1: But it's, it's also just, a successful campaign. I mean we how many views have we had? So I mean we're, we're coming up to two hundred
3: thousand views. Yeah. Full length music Wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. But just to back up what Sean was there saying and I just, I said it in an e- in an email, like I suppose we've been working with you for three or four years now at this stage. And we always knew you were ambitious, but this was further proof of how, how big your thinking is. Is great for your business, but it's also great to be your agency because, you know, we know you want to do big things and make a big splash. And that's just, it's a great palette to work with, you know. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, we're looking forward to seeing and the next part Shark Proof I
0: believe is coming out next excellent on yeah. the 8th of May so we look forward to seeing that very good um, uh, hopefully our listeners will enjoy it too thank you Sean thank you Ian for thank joining me pleasure and myself and Brendan I think um, we, we need to wrap this up Brendan uh, we do, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean I don't know what time of day it is in New York or San Francisco or even here in Dublin but got to, yeah I
1: feel like to get a day's work definitely. we got to do a day's work
0: thank you gentlemen We really enjoyed it and uh, we'll have another episode of two Irish guys discussing software. Thank you. Thank you.